gorgeous and welcome to the e-commerce uncomplicated podcast the place to be if you want to see your online brand absolutely thrive i'm lisa jones e-com expert multi-million dollar brand founder and mum. i now spend my days helping women all around the world to grow their brands the e-commerce uncomplicated podcast breaks down all the aspects of running a successful business into simple actionable steps delivered in easy to follow bite-sized chunks if you're thinking of starting your own product brand or you already have a brand that's growing then you are in the right place my love let's get started this is e-commerce uncomplicated Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome to another episode of my podcast. I am super excited this morning to talk to you about something that's very dear to my heart. You see, I want to talk to you about five strategies that can help you to feel better about your brand, to get you off the mouse wheel, the entrepreneurial groundhog day, and to help clear away just a bit of the exhaustion and the fatigue and the overwhelm that can set in when you have simply too much to do on your to-do list. Now, if you've had an e-commerce brand for any period of time, then you will know exactly what I'm talking about. It can be relentlessly exhausting to have to build an e-com brand because there are simply so many hats we have to wear so many strategies, so many fires we need to put out all the time in so many different parts of our brand. And of course, that's why you're here listening to my podcast, because I try to uncomplicate the things that you need to know in order to be able to get brand success. But today's podcast is dear to my heart, because if you know much about my story at all, I have been stuck in overwhelm and exhaustion and adrenal fatigue a couple of times in my entrepreneurial journey, if I'm honest. And certainly I find it creeps in on a weekly basis if I don't pay really good attention. And it looks a little like weariness, exhaustion and fatigue. It also looks a little bit like, oh God, I don't know what to do with my brand today because my to-do list is too long. So I am going to go and eat Tim Tams and watch Netflix and avoid my work. It can show up as a whole bunch of things. Sometimes it shows up as I just ate an entire packet of jelly beans and I don't remember a single bean. It just got wolfed while I was in the middle of doing stuff at work and I didn't even pay attention because I was so distracted by my to-do list and my sense of obligation to all the things I need to do every day. So firstly, if this resonates with you, then this podcast is for you today. I call this the mouse wheel. It's a little relentless. It means that we need to show up every day and run on that naughty little mouse wheel around and around and around and around. And if we stop running, we risk our business stops growing. And of course, in a lot of ways, this is us actually just having self-employment rather than building a brand. When we build a brand that is scalable and saleable, if we got hit by a bus tomorrow, well, then our business would continue to operate. If you got hit by a bus tomorrow and your business stopped, then really you're self-employed. And for a lot of you, that's actually okay. There's no judgment in this. But what I want for you to understand is that in order to get off the mouse wheel, on a more personal level, there's a few things that we can action that will help us feel a little bit more empowered in this space. And they are the five strategies that I want to feed you today. So let's jump in. The first thing I want to share with you is how often I meet with clients and 
they are just exhausted, right? They're tired and they're overwhelmed. And as a result, they have no perspective. They actually struggle. They say to me, I don't even know what the next thing is I need to work on. Now, I know y'all are clever, intelligent, high-achieving women, or you would not be setting out to create your own e-commerce brand. And yet when we feel overwhelmed, we actually lose our ability to clearly see what needs doing next. And so my very first strategy for you today is to step away from your computer. Step away from your mobile phone, your laptop, your iPad. Step away from the place in which you work every day and get some perspective. Now, that could be 10 minutes in the garden, in the sunshine, just letting it all wash over you and rebuilding a little bit of your resonance to go back in and get stuck into your day. It could be that 10 minutes is just not even nary enough for you and you, in fact, need to take a day off, a whole day or a half a day or an hour or a week. It's whatever is relevant to you and you'll only know by trying. So my very first strategy that I want you to focus on is to put down the Tim Tams, step away from the desk and focus on recharging briefly so that you can get some perspective back. For me, that looks like going for a long drive. Long drives have always cleared my head. In fact, going away for a long weekend, for example, where I get to drive four or five hours, I might have my family in the car, I get some new, fresh adventure in my life, I stay somewhere amazing, I get out in nature and go for a hike or sit in the sunshine or go skiing or have a swim in the ocean. They are the things that disconnect and and untether me from the overwhelm. And they allow me to get perspective back. I can think big, see clearly what I need to do in my brand. It's just this reset valve for me. So if that might work for you, I suggest you try it. Step away from your device, sit in the sunshine, get a break, even just 10 minutes or a whole weekend or whatever it is you need, get some perspective. That is my strategy number one. And that most definitely is one that has saved my ass a million times in the last 10 years. So here's another really cool strategy that I use often in my life. In fact, I use this strategy with my daughter, with my husband, and I check in with myself on an almost daily basis. And I'm going to call that the cup filling exercise. You can call it a bucket. You can call it a vat. You can call it a cup, whatever you want. But imagine some kind of canister that stores liquid. And imagine then that you are the canister. How empty or full is your cup? So often what happens, and I use this analogy with my daughter regularly, is that my bucket for her is empty. That means that she has done some things that have upset me. I've done lots of things for her. And I just don't have any goodwill left in the bucket to do something else today. And the same goes for me with my brand. Sometimes I'm so busy bailing everybody else out, customers, product problems, cash flow staff, new marketing campaigns, pumping content out, all of the things that we need to do in an e-commerce brand every day, they empty our bucket, right? They're taking all the time from our bucket, from our cup. And what happens is that we end up with a bloody empty cup. And then we're expected to be able to continue to pull from this empty vessel to keep giving to everybody else around us. And what happens? Well, we get pissed off. We snap. We get resentful. We stop doing stuff. We eat Tim Tams. We decide that we're going to pack it all in, sell the brand, give it up, shut it down. We get cross with our husbands. We snap at things that are not relevant. That, my loves, is an empty cup. And that is not the place 
within which you can build an e-commerce brand. So what I want you to do, first of all, is to figure out daily whether your cup is empty, maybe half full, maybe it's completely full. It is whatever is relevant to you, but I need for you to check in with yourself regularly. How empty is my cup? So for me today, the day that I'm recording this podcast, my cup is pretty empty, but I'm okay with that because tomorrow I am taking my daughter and my husband away on a surprise ski trip for a few days to the snow. And then next week I'm going to Bali for two weeks. So I am actually okay with my cup being a little empty today. I am smashing out all the things I need to do in my e-commerce brand and my coaching brand this week so that I can have a couple of weeks off. Now that feels okay with me. So you need to find your own way to fill your bucket up. And I want for you to first of all, check in with how empty is your bucket. And secondly, check in with something you could do for you today that would fill your bucket even just a little. I'm wondering, can you sit in the sunshine today? Even if it's cold, can you find a little patch of sunshine? Call a girlfriend on your mobile phone with a warm cup of tea in your hand and have a laugh for half an hour. Could you maybe take yourself to the movies tonight? Ask for a leave pass from hubby and go off to the movies. Could you order something online today that might be a really beautiful pamper product that you could use on yourself this weekend to give yourself some nurture time? There are so many versions of this that are free, low cost, that might just be about time. It might be about asking for support from your family to give you an opportunity. For me, it can sometimes be as simple as lying on the floor with my dogs and letting them tickle and cuddle and lick and play and run around me and I snuggle them and I get a couple of big licks across my cheek that make me laugh hysterically and then I have just put a little bit of gas in my cup. So find the thing that will put something in your cup. Now, the next strategy I want to talk about today is my weekly rhythm. So all of us in business have a rhythm and when we get overwhelmed and tired and fatigued, we forget to keep a rhythm. Now, a rhythm could look like on a Monday, you take yourself out for a morning meeting with yourself. If you have team, fabulous, meet with them. If you are on your own in your brand, then go and take yourself to a coffee shop with a blank notebook, sit there for an hour and meet with yourself about what your priorities are this week to get done and organize them into a list that makes sense. If you are feeling overwhelmed, stick to only three things this week that are on your business, not in your business, but tasks that you can do to actively grow your business this week. And have a think about what you might like to do in your brand versus hate to do in your brand, because that is another form of a rhythm that allows you to find some things in your brand you don't enjoy doing and outsource or delegate them to others. I also love to batch my tasks that I need to do each week into different groups of tasks. So for example, maybe you could pick your orders between 9 and 10 every day and then answer customers' emails between 10 and 11. And maybe you do social media posts only between 2 and 3 each day. Or maybe, if you're really clever, you batch your content into weekly tasks so that you schedule, create a whole week's worth of social media posts every Tuesday between 11 and 1. And then it's done for the week. And all you need to do is check comments and engage with people on your social media. But there is no content creation any other day of the week. So my lugs, find a weekly rhythm, write it on a piece of paper, slap it on some blue tack on your wall in front of you that you see every day and stick 
to it. Now, one of my all-time favorite strategies, and it's strategy number four on this podcast today, is an afternoon power nap. I cannot tell you how important an afternoon power nap can be to reset and reinvigorate your brain and get you off the mouse wheel. So often when we're running on the mouse wheel, our brain is so activated and so busy trying to keep up with all the things that we need to do when we're jumping between tasks and when we're thinking constantly of, did I send my daughter's gym gear to school this morning? Oh my God, have I responded to that customer? God, where's my stock order? The brain gets fatigued. And one of the fastest ways to reset this is a power nap. I have become a bit of a mistress, if I may tell you, at the 20-minute power nap. Now, it can be anywhere from a 15-minute power nap to an hour power nap. So if you are short on time, you can totes do this in 15 minutes. I lie on my bed. All devices are not next to me. It is silent or quiet around me. I close the door if that helps. I set an alarm in the other room that is for 15 or 20 minutes. And I lie on my bed with a beautiful rug on top of me. I close my eyes. And yes, your brain will remain busy for a little while. And that's okay. But over the few minutes after you lay down, your busyness will start to quiet. Sometimes if I've been super hyped, it may take me the whole 15 minutes to calm my brain. But by the end of the 15 minutes, I may not have even napped, but my brain pattern has slowed right back to a rhythm with which I can actually enter the afternoon and evening in my day in a much calmer, much more refreshed state. So often I'll drop into a super deep sleep. And if I've got 30 to 40 minutes, that is ideal. I drop into this sleep that may be considered not completely deep. It's that shallow sleep, but it feels incredibly enriching. And when I wake up, it's like I've pressed a reset button. All of the busyness of my brain has drained away. I feel a little refreshed. I maybe obviously need a whole night's sleep that night. It doesn't replace that, but it allows me to press the reset button so that I am not taking that exhausted brain into my afternoon and evening time with my family. And I think that makes this strategy number four insanely important in our life. And number five, my loves, is a really, really simple one. In fact, it's so simple, you're probably overlooking it. And that is practicing gratitude. So when was the last time you sat down with a piece of paper or in a comfortable spot with your eyes closed and sent thanks to all the things in your life that you have that are going on that are actually great? And I promise you that even on your darkest days, there are still things to be thankful for. I do this exercise regularly, most powerfully done upon waking, first thing in the morning before you hop out of bed when the house is still quiet and you're still warm and sleepy. I lie there and I just spend a few minutes saying thank you to all the things in my life that I'm grateful for. It could be people around me. It could be the fact that I have money in the bank. Sometimes it maybe isn't enough money for what I want it to be, but it's enough for today. Sometimes I could be grateful for the momentum I have in my business or the business partnerships that have shown up lately, or perhaps it's just for the roof over my head and the warm doona over my body right now. It could be for the hand that I'm holding or the dog that's licking my face while I'm trying to practice this gratitude exercise. So I promise you, my love, you will find something to be grateful for if you look for it. And as a reminder, so many of us are incredibly lucky. We don't have bombs dropping on our head like they do in the Ukraine. 
We don't have children starving like they may be having Ethiopia at the moment. We actually, often most of us, are lucky at the safety and the security that we actually do have in our life. And yet, when was the last time we sat and remembered how lucky we actually are? You see, we spend our days thinking of lack, lack of time, lack of money, lack of customers, lack of social engagement. And instead, we should be thinking about all the things that we do have in our life and how incredibly lucky we are to be living in this place right now with the opportunities to be growing our own e-commerce brand. So from me to you today, I hope these five strategies are going to help you find a little bit less mouse wheel and a little bit more freedom to be happy today and to be grateful for all of the amazing things that you do have in your life. So much love from me to you. Have an awesome day, my darling. Bye.